Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Don't forget to leave a five-star review when you visit. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we have several topics to discuss. A hijacker tried to hijack a school bus. Um, This is a really local story to us. A high school decided to edit yearbook photos without permission only on the female students who they felt were showing too much skin. Wow. Uh, TikTok, there, there was this PSA on TikTok to prevent leaving your kid in a hot car over summer because unfortunately it's that time of year again when it gets really, really hot. Um, and the fact that I have now been labeled a geriatric millennial. Yeah, that's frustrating a little bit i mean you're not in that category yes huh no 85 right it's it's 80 born in the 80s no 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 not born in the 80s it is the 1980 of the 80 of the of the whatever anyway i don't think you we'll check we'll double triple check all right we'll We'll get there because i have something else i want to say about that too okay all right cool today we have jamie from California opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hi, I'm Jamie from California. I have two boys, ages three and five. Mm. Let's open up our show with a mom fail moment. We're all here because we struggle as moms and anyone who says they haven't is obviously a liebagger. I'll go ahead and share my mom fail yesterday. My three-year-old was climbing a tree. He asked me to take a picture of him, snapped the picture. He jumped out and split his head open right in front of me. Total mm. fail. And then I cried. Oh. And he's here and wants to say something. Go ahead. I love it and I love everyone in this whole entire, in this whole entire town except I'm Uncle Mark's girlfriend because she doesn't live in the house. Okay. I don't know where that came from. Thanks, Meredith and Tiffany. I love you guys. Oh, my God. That kid said I love everybody in the whole entire world except Uncle Mark's girlfriend. Oh, my God. She just went on blast on the podcast. (laughs) Uncle Mark, what are you doing? What happened? I don't know. I need to know more about this this girlfriend and why this child has some, some, <laughs> He's, got some beef. He's got some beef. He said because she doesn't live in the house. Yeah. Is that what he's- Maybe he wants her to move in because he loves her so much, but she's like, nah, I don't like kids. I don't know. Dude. I mean, I don't I'm not gonna put words in her mouth. That's hilarious. That was the best. That was the absolute best. Oh, my gosh. Freaking Uncle Mark. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Get your life right. Mm. I love how the mom was just so used to it. She's like, mm, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> like, she doesn't even question it. She's used to her kids saying wild shit. <laughs> I love it. 
That's I love great. it. All right. So, so she did the mom fail. Do we need to? No, no. I feel like that was an t- adequate one and then topped it off with the reasons we don't like Uncle Mark's girlfriend. I mean, screw Uncle Mark's girlfriend. Yeah, dude. I just I you know, I do feel like at some point we should probably let her defend herself on the podcast because we don't know. She might be a very nice lady. All right. If you're Uncle Mark's girlfriend, <laughs> give us a call and explain yourself. <laughs> Poor woman. All right. So quote unquote modesty edits were made to girls' yearbook photos, and students and parents are outraged. Uh, And here's the thing. This is, once again, Florida. A high Mm. school in Florida has come under fire for digitally altering female students' yearbook photos to cover up their shoulders and their chests. At least 80 girls at Bartram Trail High School in St. John's County had their photos edited without their consent. The editing consisted of either digitally creating black bars or copied portions of their clothing cut and paste onto their bodies in what may be the worst photoshopping job ever. Um, So they literally like this one girl's plaid shirt that was like she had a tank top on and then a plaid shirt over it. They literally just cut and paste part of the plaid shirt and then slapped it onto her chest. So it's going in the wrong direction. Stop. It looks ridiculous. Then they like then they took. I sent it to you. Did you not text Tiffany or email Tiffany the topics? I thought you did. No, I emailed you. That's your job as producer. Tight ship. We're running around. Um, And then like one, it was, it was just a, just a regular blousey looking shirt. Super cute. They cut and paste like just, it was terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And they, so what are the so what what's the yearbook people's defense like what are they saying Well the school said that they that the that the girls in the photos had violated the dress code and so they were edited to to um keep them in dress code Um I find that extremely difficult and hard to believe because I'm looking at the before and after photos of these and none of these look like they are even remotely a dress code issue if it's a dress code issue you don't let them take their picture yeah say you're in dress code you can't take your picture you don't go and edit the photo now do you want to know that the high school boys swim team while they were all wearing speedos those photos are in the yearbook no shirts speedos just (gasps) dudes at the pool look at this plaid shirt i know that plaid one is terrible right so okay so can you tell me, can you say one more time what the yearbook said? They said that the school um, told them to make edits because the, the girls were not in dress code. And you, th- those edits looked like they were done by kids. Those were not professional edits either. They said. Well, how much, uh, how responsible is the year are the photo people though? Like, is it part of their job to have to do this? Like, or do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the company. Yeah, well, they're it's not contracted their responsibility, by the, really. So. No, I don't think the company did it. I think the high school did it. But I thought you said the high school asked the company to I do it. I think the high, I'm looking, I'm rereading this line again. A high school in Florida has come under fire for digitally altering female students' yearbook photos to cover up their shoulders and chest. So the high school itself, I think, went in and made, tried yeah, those, to make those were not. Edits. Those are not professional edits. These oh. look to be. Uh, those look like they were done in paintbrush. Yeah. One of them is a clone stamp, and the other one is just a stretch tool. Yeah, yeah and then it shows guys standing in their underwear. Those are Speedos. 
which is the uh, which grape is the sm- uniform. Grape smugglers. Okay, it's the uniform for the high school for all high school men's swim teams for the most part are speedos, and and the the girls team wears women's speedo like brand whatever like full piece bathing suits, but. I, I mean, like, how are you going to say that it's going in the yearbook so it needs to be modest and it has to be dress code and then you have guys just walking, you know, pictures of dudes in Speedos? Like, I don't That's get it. That's the only thing that got me. Because at first I'm like, well, it, the student code of conduct says tops and shirts must cover the entire shoulder area. They must be modest, not revealing or distracting. Mid-drift or cut-out dresses or cut-out tops must not be worn. Revealing clothing. So it says it right here. Yeah, so apparently, according to the school district spokesperson, Christina Langston, the school's yearbook coordinator, Anne Irwin, is the one who did the edits. The one in charge of the yearbook. Yeah, and and here's the thing, right? Those kids didn't show up for 30 seconds to take the photo and then leave. They walked around all day dressed like that. Mm Mm-hmm. All day. No one said a thing. Yeah, and the code of conduct... Hair curlers and excessive makeup shall not be permitted. What? Pajamas, lingerie are not... This is intense. I feel like yearbook pictures are a big deal when you're that age. Yeah. So imagine getting yours back and having wild plaid. Just... uh, I, I mean... That's crazy. I just think that this is, I, I, I agree with Dave. If they had a problem when they sat them down to take the photos, somebody should have been like, no, you need to come back on makeup day. Yeah. You can't wear agreed. that shirt. You can't wear that, whatever, or blah, blah, blah. And, and I just don't, I don't understand this. Like, why are you taking, yeah, boobies are upsetting you guys. Don't let anybody know you have them. Bethany said like, get out of here. Like, first of all, I didn't see a single pre picture like before editing. That looked inappropriate. I didn't see a single picture that was like, holy guacamole. Right. I just, I just find this ridiculous. Like, and this is a high school. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I don't. And you didn't think as the, as the coordinator of the yearbook, maybe you asked somebody before you go editing 80 people's photos, terribly yeah. editing 80 people's photos. Cause those weren't edited great either. So I don't know. Like, why would you do that? They should have had a disclaimer, like, if you break the rules, we're going to edit them shittily. So just be ready. (laughs) Shittily. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know about that. Um, Well, no, what, so what you do is you literally have like a handful of shirts and if someone's in dress code, hey, you're going to need to put this shirt on. You, you, You have a jacket or something, put it on, or you don't let them take their photo and they come to a makeup day and that's it. Yeah. Right, you're done. I agree. The 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 editing is insane. Yeah. Um. So moving on to the next story, Dave, you were right. He is, in fact, dubbed a kidnapper. So apparently, um, uh, we're not going to call him a gentleman because these were not gentlemanly actions. But a man in South Carolina is looking at more than two dozen charges, including 19 counts of kidnapping, after he held up a school bus to get a ride to the next town. It all started when the school bus packed with kids was beginning its afternoon rounds when the man wielding a gun forcibly boarded the bus and demanded a ride to the next town 20 miles away. Luckily, the cool-headed and quick-thinking bus driver, Kenneth Corbin, was at the wheel. As it turns out, Corbin has special training in how to handle a hostage situation, and he put his training to good use by trying to keep the kidnapper focused on staying at the front of the bus. 
The kidnapper realized that there were lots of kids on board, had all of the kids moved to the front of the bus to keep a better eye on them. Unfortunately for him, this only brought more intrigue from the kids, as they had some questions. They asked him, why are you doing this? He never, he never did answer that one. Then they asked, are you going to hurt us? What are you doing? Don't hurt us. Then they asked, are you going to hurt the bus driver? Don't hurt him. We like the bus driver. <laughs> the guy's like, pull over. I can't take he, it he anymore. He more questions coming, and I guess something clicked in his mind, and he said, enough is enough already. Just stop the bus. I have to get off. <laughs> so apparently, oh apparently all of these kids. I'm just, so glad it didn't go worse. No, like, but, but, but you know what? We complained that our kids refused to shut up. Look, the school bus driver and these kids, heroes. They got lucky is what happened. If that guy was any sicker, how did they, okay. So how did they catch him? Was there like a video on the bus? Yes. Yes. So the ordeal lasted six minutes before the driver and the children were ordered. um, The wait, wait, the ordeal lasted six minutes before the driver and children were ordered off the bus by the hijacker. (gasps) And he told, he took the bus. Mm. Is that what he did? Yeah. The bus driver and the children are safe and sound. The kidnapper, 23-year-old Hovan Calarzo from New Jersey, is in custody. What was in the next town that he needed so badly? I mean, why? Yeah, I guess. 50-cent wings or something. No, this is serious. Like, obviously, this man is unwell, right? You don't hijack a school bus with, you know, I'm assuming he probably thought there were no kids on it. And then it's like an inconspicuous vehicle, right? Like a cop isn't going to pull over a school bus. Oh, I was like, Inca- it's a whole ass bus. What do you mean? I mean, I mean, it's like, yellow. no, I, I, me- I meant for like, why would they think to pull over a bus? Right. So I think um, that maybe that was his th- train of thought. I don't know mm. if you're going to steal a car. He had to be on drugs or. Mentally unwell. Psychological. Yeah, I don't think that that was, I don't think there was anything about that that sounded like it was just a Tuesday, you know, like this was serious. But the kids, I mean, they were like, "Uh uh-uh, we don't, you should not be doing this. You're going to have to tell your mom you did this. You made really How did he get on the bus? He forced his way on. I guess While it was moving? No, I think it must have been a bus stop or something. Must have been at a stop and he let himself on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So who's ready for geriatric millennials? Did you look this up? Yeah, I I believe you are correct. Of course I am. Yes. Those who were born between 1980 and 1985 have been bestowed the title of geriatric millennial. Okay, but why not millennial? Millennial? Old. Oh, millennial. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? What are what are people from seventy nine? I'm older than geriatric. Just dead zombie. Um. Well, you're Sarco- no, because technically, I thought eighty was always Gen X. You're Gen. I X. hate it. I hate the names. I don't like them. Because I was always I was always under the impression that I was a Gen Xer at nineteen eighty, but now they're calling us geriatric millennials. I want nothing to do with the millennials. <laughs> I just picture like somebody with a walker doing TikTok dances. Like that's what I picture. <laughs> so what is seventy nine? Is it Gen X? Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Gen- aren't you a Virgo? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense how we're the same sign. <laughs> Gen Alpha. 
is 13 through 25. Years old? 2013 to 2025. Um, They would call themselves. (laughs) Gen Z is 95 to 2012. Mm -hmm. Millennials, Generation Y or Generation Next, 1980 to 94. So, So we're Generation Next? Generation Y, Gen Next. That's us. That's us. Millennials are 75 to 85. See, you are in two. You're in two. We literally are in two now, geriatric, millennial, three categories. Yeah, that overlaps by five years. That's weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then Gen X. I'm Gen X. Runs through 79. Yeah, they changed it. If given a choice between geriatric millennial and generation next, like I'd pick that one. It sounds like Star Wars, mm. the new frontier <laughs> type. Mm. We're generation next. We're next up for being awesome. Next up for a nap. Yeah. Oh, preach. So apparently we're being called uh, geriatric millennials because we are a special micro generation born in the 80s from 80 to 85 that are both comfortable with analog and digital forms of communication. Yes, gather around the Snapchat, children. <laughs> I'll tell you the tale <laughs> of the landline. <laughs> That's what they're saying. We grew up having a PC in our homes, which gives us a, uh, an edge, apparently, <sighs> on the... Gen Next or Gen Xers? I don't know. This because we can read analog. Because we can read analog. Yeah, actually, you know, it's funny. I never knew that's what it was. Why? Because micro generations went from calling collect on pay phones to calling each other on cell phones. Yeah, I just had the wow. I just had, had an epiphany. I just had this conversation, right? So we grew up without the digital world, right? But now we live in it. Yeah. Yep. So we've experienced both sides of that fence. Right. Right. I mean, I, I'd like to go back personally. I mean, when would you nowadays just imagine if you were driving cross country when you were a kid, right? Or any family road trips, you couldn't call anyone, Mm-mm. pull over to the side of the road, pull out some change. Right. Now you people are calling while they're driving out of their car. Their car is calling them. Right. I think about that all the time. If my parents ever left the house for anything, they just left. The, they like just you had no clue, no way to get a hold of them. Hope you had to wait till they back. got back. Yeah. 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 So it says the group that hung out at Blockbuster on Friday night searching for that new release that was in stock to spending <laughs> Friday nights Netflixing and chilling. That's who you are, you geriatric millennials. Yeah. The ones who lived in ag- agony of a dial-up internet and waited patiently for 39 years to download a file. That's you guys. Now you live in a high-speed internet world of tablets and Wi-Fi. Um, we were just waiting for them to come out with this so that we could thrive. Well, they said geriatric millennials are best positioned to lead teams that will thrive in the hybrid workplace. And here's what I know. We're just leaders. Yeah, but what it sounds like those that grew up in the digital world don't know anything about technology they know how to play games on it but they don't know how it works how it functions or how to make it do things yeah and you do yeah those that are older than me or my age know how to do stuff because they're the ones that created all the stuff for these kids 
True. Right? So these kids just got it to use so they can look up YouTube, but they don't know why YouTube shows up and shows what it does or how it right. works. Right? But the old guy is the one that coded it and created it. So, so, so Twitter had a field day with this. As an older millennial and someone that has friends and family that are also older millennials, this is highly offensive. This is ageist and I am literally shaking. Delete this tweet. This is elder abuse and I won't stand for it. <laughs> um, come and call me geriatric millennial to my face. This is what people <laughs> are saying on Twitter. Uh, and, like then, and then the article goes on to say, no, 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 this is a compliment. This means that you learned... How to, somebody wrote, shout out to everyone born between 80 and 85. You've been Gen X, Gen Y, a millennial, the Oregon Trail generation, a Zennial, an elder millennial, and now a geriatric millennial. We've literally been all of the things. Um, so I just looked up <laughs> the word geriatric in the dictionary. Yeah. And it says, and as an adjective, it's relating to old people, especially with regard to their health care. Oh. As a noun, which is what it is, it's an old person who is receiving special care. Mm. Yes. So basically they're saying we're an old person who's receiving special care millennial. Yeah. Yeah. The geriatric age is older than 65. So I don't understand where the word geriatric is coming from. I feel like one girl, like in her room between TikTok dances made this up and the world just ran with it. Like who's in charge of giving us these names? Do you oh, know? This was a, um, no, this was written. Hold on. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know who comes up with that. They're like a secret boardroom meeting. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't take hold it on. seriously. Hold on. You can keep your labels off of me. It's eight in the morning. Well, th I got this, this is... dress on Groupon for $3. It says hippie soul. That's very nice. Call me a geriatric. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I have it. I want to rip your esophagus there, there was a... Daha, this, Daha one? There was an old that story right. that we, we did on the site about a college kid wondering how life functioned before email. It's like, how did anything get done? It's like, well, you had to write a letter or walk somewhere and read a note. And that's what you did. Yeah. Um, it, her name is Erica Dawan. The author behind the viral medium article, Why the Hybrid Workforce of the Future Depends on the Geriatric Millennial. She herself is in this generation. So this one girl is the one who came up with the name Geriatric. I'm not talking about who wrote the article, who came up with the name. I believe Geri she did. She wrote the piece as an ode to the small subset of millennials that are seamlessly straddling both the past and the future. I mean, she could have she called us hybrid millennials. Yes. Yeah. She could have called us evolving, evolved Look, millennials. Probably the last generation that can write incomplete sentences, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything now is abbreviation. I, is this really hurt? Are you okay? Are we interrupting? No, the dog has this big lump on her side, and I've touched it a couple of times, and she's, like, biting at my hand. I got to take her to the vet. Didn't she just have a lump on her she, paw or something? She grows stuff everywhere. I She's Same. geriatric in its actual term. This dog is geriatric. She's old and she's very lumpy, but as soon as I touch it, she but she did it again. Stop touching it. Okay, well, now I'm worried. Oh god. I like that crystal. <gasps> Ooh, crystal. Vintage yes. Millennial. Done. Done. 
retweet. Vintage Lay down. I won't do it again. Oh, she left. She's mad at me. I love that. Damn it. What's wrong? Now the dog left because I touched her. Because you're stressing her out. Yeah. (sighs) Quit touching her. She's like, I got a little gas. Chill. No, it's a a full-on lump. Oh, God. I'll keep you updated. I'm going to call a vet. I can't wait. (laughs) You're not worried about my... You're not worried about my... Lovely lady lumps? (laughs) You're not worried about my geriatric schnauzer? That sounds weird. (laughs) Yeah. Ew. Ew. That sounds Mm. weird. All right. So this grandmother on TikTok. um, I saw that. Did you see it? Yeah. So Before I quit. Since 1998, 883 children have died from pediatric vehicular heat stroke or PVH. And that nine times out of 10 happens because a child falls asleep in the car. The parents park the car. They literally forget the kid is in the backseat. And this happens. This happened to us. Dave left the left Sophia in the car once after daycare. I didn't know that. And came into the house. Matias came running in. I don't remember where I was, the couch or the kitchen or something. And I'm like getting stuff ready. And I'm like, where's the baby? And he's like, the baby. He's like, oh, shit, the baby. He left the baby in the car seat in the back. I, I brought in the groceries and I had to go back out. no it's fine it happened she was asleep he forgot the baby now it was three minutes that he forgot the baby in the back seat but this happens you're tired you're all over the place it's been a long day at work you would i mean this is it's it's a tragedy but it happens especially to overwhelm parents multiple children or a change in routine change in routine could have been anything could have been like he doesn't normally pick up the kids and then he went to pick up the kids and then just for you know like like this stuff happens um, and it's very, very sad because it is preventable if you can find a way to, you know, to like to remember what, what the hell is going on, which is also hard as a parent. Remembering anything is hard as a parent. So this TikToker posts a hack where she said when she gets in the car, she takes off one of her shoes, puts it in the back seat. So when she gets out, when she steps out of the car, she realizes I only have on one shoe. And then remembers, yeah. ah, I put that other shoe in the back seat. When she opens the back door, the shoe falls out. There's the kid, right? Yep. Which some people are like, this is so stupid. How could you ever forget your kid in a car? This is the dumb. And it's like, well, clearly you don't have children or you just think you're better than everybody else. But like, no, like it, it could totally happen. Like, and then your brain just goes crazy, right? Like I, we uh, remember that night that we thought we lost Matias in the house. Oh Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we, I go around and every night I do a bed check. I check on every kid. I make sure everybody's sleeping, blah, blah, blah. Well, must have been. Jail. Yep. Uh, I check the cells. So I go <laughs> around and I'm like, Matias isn't in his bed. And Dave comes in and looks. He's not in his bed. So I go look in Sophia's room. I go look in Brian's room. I start looking in closets. I'm looking on couches. I'm looking under beds. I'm looking and I'm like, he's not in the house. And we just go into full panic. But the doors are locked. So I'm like, how the hell did the kid get out of the house with the door? Like ghost. A ghost. Of course, we went straight to go. So I'm running around screaming, Mateus, Mateus. All of a sudden, we're running through. His head pops up. He had fallen between the mattress and the wall. <laughs> and they're little, right? So he was yeah. like wedged, and all of a sudden you just see a head. 
Oh, mom, mom, I'm right here. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I thought he had been I'm screaming. He's been kidnapped. Like, but the doors are locked. Like, logically, my brain should have said, hey, slow down. Doors are locked. If he had gotten right. out, if something had happened, the doors would have been unlocked. Blah, blah, blah. But I, for, for I swear, it felt like an hour. It was probably six minutes. Yeah. I ran around the house screaming that I thought I had lost my kid in my own house. Have you ever locked your babies in the car? No. Oh, my God. I was super pregnant with Chloe, and I accidentally locked Caden in the car. He was a baby. He was, like, maybe not quite two yet. So trying to get him to unlock it was ridiculous. Right. Um, so I just instantly broke down sobbing and called the police <laughs> and Drew's like, we need to call a key person. What do you call him? Locksmith. Locksmith. And I'm like, we don't have time. <laughs> He's going to die. We're in Florida. Like I was, he was so sweaty. I had a nervous breakdown. I was crying. I was wrapping a t-shirt around my elbow Drew's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to break it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my gosh. We have to call the psychiatric unit after we get him out of here is what he thought because I was I blacked out and I panicked. But this guy came in like less than 30 minutes. He was at our house getting Caden out and I was crying and hugging him and thanking him. And I like tipped him all the money I had in my piggy bank. And I'm like, take it. It's yours. I love you so much. I was, it was horrifying. It was so scary. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a, if there's a child in the car or in the house, the the locksmiths get it done. I don't even think they charge you. Oh, he did. (laughs) Oh, he, oh, he did. And I was fine with it. No, Um, I, I, I think that that, that probably happens a lot. The lock mm-hmm. in the car thing. I think that probably, although probably less now with almost all the cars being keyless. Right. Because I don't think you can can't lock you it. You can't lock it with the key in the car. With the key in the car anymore. Like if it's in there, it won't lock. The car won't yeah. lock. Unless this, it, the battery is dead. But then the car shouldn't start. No, no. This was one of the car, I forget what kind of car, our, his mom gave us a car when yeah. we first got together and it was one of the ones where you had to like pull up the thing i think or like push up something some it locked i don't know how maybe it was before keyless i would assume it wasn't a keyless that because because i've locked keys in my car before but not like since keyless cars because you you know you can't leave them in there which is smart like that's that's smart true the new, i don't think i've ever i'm always afraid of locking my So because I have a key fob, if I leave my keys in it and get out and like leave it running, it won't lock. Right. Mm -mm. Right. Huh. That's reassuring. I always leave the door cracked. No, no, you can't. (laughs) No, but I'm, but I still panic too. So like I'll roll the window down and, and, and he's like, it's not going to lock. And I'm like, well, we just, I don't want to take that. And he's like, no, it literally cannot lock. So I'm just like, well, I'll just. I'll just unroll it anyway. Thanks. You know, and then I get out mm-hmm. because then I just at least feel like I can stick my hand in and unlock it if it were to lock. But do you I- know what was the worst when the kids were little? I had Caden and Chloe and they were both in car seats. Caden was in a carrier and like I would have to go to the gas station yeah. and like run in and freaking unload both of the kids just for two seconds. And it was such a nightmare. And, and Drew's like, Drew would just leave him in the car 
and run in and like lock it or whatever and run in and leave them. And I could never do that. But I just remembered like those days, you know, where it's like, I'm just going to skip getting water for us in the house because I'm not, I don't have the energy to unload my kids and load them back up two seconds later. And just, you take it for granted once they get a little bit older and can get in and out of the car by themselves. That's the no, stage right yeah. now. That, that, that unloading kids from car seat stage is, is awful. Yeah. It's so awful because you, it's physically tiring. Mm -hmm. You have to wrestle them. If they're in a bad mood and they don't want to get in, they become that, that like starfish where like all the limbs go out and they fight you. And it is like wrestling an alligator or something into a seat. And then you're worried because it's like, you don't want to push them down or pinch them with the little strappy things, but like they're moving all around and it's like, dude, you got to sit still or you're going to lose a nut. Like I need you to, you know what I mean? (laughs) Have you ever worried about that? You've never worried about that? I always worried that that strap piece in between their legs, if I went to clip it and they moved around that I would like pinch a private. Add that to your set. That's funny. I always worried about that. You didn't worry about that. No, I'm like, let it be a lesson, mother. No, because then it's like, <laughs> then it's like, then forever. It's like, hey, that's one testicle Joe. Like, what? Like, and then it's like, what happened? My mom <laughs> snipped off a nut in the car seat. And it's like, I wouldn't well, quit effing around. Well, I just, I'm she just told saying. Me. Yeah. She warned me. Said, don't, yep. don't do it. And now you're, you're one. losing that. One, one nut, Joe. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> sat there. I always worried. I was like, please, please, I don't want you to lose a testicle. Just sit still for crying out loud. You don't but, really need them. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying. I. Well, you need them for certain things. Do you though? Do you need two? No, I think you can do all of the other things with one. Yeah. But see? if you have none, you get to do none of those things. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So that would be bad um, if you wanted to do those things, I'm just saying. So yeah, that's a great place to end the show. Um, oh, that's it? That's I, the last topic? That's all I got. I thought there was another one. No, we did them all. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh. The other one that I was talking about at the beginning of the show, I said we should research more. It should have been one nut Ned, by the way. One nut Ned, I prefer. Yes. Um, okay. I, I, I wanted to do that on a d- another show, but I needed more research. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not fully this... prepared for that one. Okay. Is there anything else going on before we? Um, let's see what else is going on. Just... No, I'm just, I'm, I've been really working on my, uh, set for the show been spending a lot of time trying to get really focused on my stories your show what show is this that you speak of oh there's a show it's called my name is not mom and it's myself uh tiffany jenkins and dina blizzard and we will be um us geriatrics are coming to a town near you (laughs) go to my name is not mom.com i feel like my jaw is sideways i Look, I don't know what we need to do with you in this camera. We need to set up a series of mirrors. What? Set up a series of mirrors in front of you to make it happen. So the way the StreamYard is set up, everyone, it's the opposite of what it normally is. So it's inverted. So I'm looking at a stranger. I don't even know what that means. This whole time. I don't even know the person. When you're on a Facebook Live and you want somebody to be able to see something the right way, you don't flip the camera? No. 
I do it all the time. I don't sh- show anybody anything. What if you what if you wanted if you had one of your shirts that you were selling or something and you wanted to be able to read it the proper way? You don't flip I, it so that they can I just, see it. No. Because how can you see the comments? It doesn't flip the comments. It flips the image. I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah, I do what it do you all mean? the time. It's like a button? Yes, I do it all the time. No, I don't understand. Okay, I'll show you. I'll show you next time. I don't I want you. to. I'd rather not sell any shirts and look oh at my, my face God. the right way. <laughs> it's the same face. It's not. My jaw's all the way over here. No. Going that way. No. And my nostril's really big on this side. I know, my Erica. We talked about that too. Effect. Did you see the garbage bag thing? No, tell me. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up so I make sure I get it right. Every bags. day the kids come in, they're like, did you know you're doing this wrong? This is how you do it. I saw this video on TikTok. Like, that's, go away. that's convenient. TikTok is good for a lot of things. Except not Brian, productivity. Brian says sure. that the, the little hole on the handle of the pan is for your spatula. So he sticks it in there that's and, not what it's for. and leans it up. And I'm like, you know, it's so that you could hang the pot if you want to store it. He's like, no, it's for this. And all the stuff is like dripping off the spatula all over the stove <laughs> and the handle. He's like, this is what it's for. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. In a TikTok video that has gone crazy viral, Hannah, uh, Ian, a mother, uh, a mother and co-founder of the professional organization company Stored Simply, shares her genius trash bag hack for inserting bags into a can. The clip has been viewed 12 million times with 135,000 shares, and it will make you wonder why you've never thought of it before. She said, so apparently I've been using trash bags wrong my entire life. She then flings the trash bag out in front of her, aggressively shaking it multiple times to open it, because this is the way... And um, promptly destroys any and all comprieved notions about what it means to open a trash bag. She says, you are not supposed to do that, which is what we all think, right? You open it up and you shake it out. And like, do you know what I'm saying? You do this, right? Yeah, okay. She said, don't do it this way. Um, She says, uh, Hannah spends the next 30 seconds demonstrating the deep, Darkly held secret to placing the trash bag into the can properly. First of all, she points out that the seam is on the outside, indicating that the bag is actually inside out to begin with. She then recommends putting it on like a hat. She partially opens the bag, minus the frantic flipping and failing, and places it over the top of the trash trash can, right? So inside out, and then you just push it down. There's no flipping or whatever. You just put it around the top, push it in. This isn't translating well. Okay, hold on. Because I, I don't understand Let's a see hat. See if I can play. Cover. You, you're you supposed cover to it, cover like the hole? Yeah, cover the hole. And then you push the bag into the hole. I'm looking What's... for the, the actual video so we could play the audio. The difference. Where's the audio? Mm, these are just screenshots. Hold on. I'll have to make sure I let my husband know. Here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
That's it. That's it. What's so special about it? I don't think it matters. I don't know. Apparently, it's life changing. People really got excited about it. So, <laughs> is that supposed to be me? No, I'm trying to picture like what. That was a ge- geriatric millennial. <laughs> They're <laughs> the brain easily froze. entertained. I I don't know. I am, um, and then I. I'll have to try it and see. I'll report back if it's life changing. I think it's just the whole idea of that there was this, also the bag being inside out. Yeah, what's up with that? I guess because it's literally supposed to be put on over the lid and then pushed down. You're not supposed to shake it out and then whatever because it's literally the seam is on the outside. Oh, so we might have been putting garbage in backwards all our lives? That's what they're saying. So then why didn't the companies catch on and start making the bags the right way? I think they were making them the right way. I mean, the wrong way to accommodate us (laughs) to accommodate. They should accommodate us. Yeah. Yeah. I like the bag also because it lets my husband know that I'm doing something. Mm. They like to shake it. I ring a bell. He hears it and he's like, oh, okay. She is a contributing member of this family. I wasn't (laughs) sure for a second. Speaking of things you're supposed to do when your wife tells you to, Dave. Oh, gosh. No, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. And I'm going to let it be known right now because I can't take it anymore. My husband shaves his head, okay? He shaves his head in the shower, and he doesn't clean it up. He leaves a pile of hair on the floor of the shower. It looks like a dead friggin' waterlogged rat. And when I walk in, I get scared when I glance down because I think that a rat is going to eat my feet. (laughs) When you glance? I did. I glanced at it at the corner of my eye, and I thought I was getting attacked. What did I tell you last night when you were shaving your head? Um, Look. I'm waiting for it to dry out. It was I wet. Said, I didn't want to clean wanna... it up. And you said, I will. And then this morning I got into the shower and I half glanced and there was the dead rat in the corner. You didn't clean it up. Where, where, why don't you get on one of those things? What things? Or does it have to be shaved in the shower? You know, those things that attach the, the bibby around... things that they wear. Yes. No, because he shaves his head in the shower and then he washes all the because he's he's going bald. So there's only hair in certain spots. Oh, on his head. oh so people don't know that he's going. Well, bald. I'm just saying maybe he doesn't want you putting it out there. It's a thing for guys. OK, but he's bald. So you would notice it if you saw him. But um, I leave all depends, my hair in the drain. Depends if you glanced or looked. OK, you know I what? stick my hair to the side of uh, the I shower can't. and I create. Beautiful pictures, mosaics. No. It's disgusting. Yes. It needs to be cleaned up. It's a special up. treat. No, it's not a special treat. It's disgusting. For whoever gets in after me, they're like, what a freaking masterpiece. No. Look at that. It's the Mona Lisa. He needs to clean up this friggin' shower hair situation. Then he How do you clean up wet hair out of the shower? Go get a paper towel. You let it dry out. No. I'm over it, Dave. I have politely asked 987 times. I'm done. And now she's saying it in front of 100,000 people, clean. So how do, how would you do it? A, wet, a paper towel? A I wet just paper pick, towel? Just go get a paper, paper towel. Just clean it up. It's not that big a deal. It's not that big a deal. I just wish he'd clean it up. Just clean it up. That's all I'm asking. Then he used my body wash with his grubby, filthy, hairy paws after shaving his head. And there were hair, hair shavings all over my bottle. 
So I just want to reiterate that you have mentioned he's going bald and he likes girls body wash. Can I think you're putting him <laughs> on blast right now and you need to reel it in. I didn't use your Why body is wash. It girls actually. body wash. It's not girls body wash. The body wash was what not, body wash is it? You it, said he used yours. No, I didn't him. use it. The body wash was not put away on the proper shelf. So no, it sat what? out on the floor. No, and it stop was, it. You're lying so bad. No, right seriously, now. It was on the there bench. Was, that has Dave, been oiled. Dave, get out of here. That's why it got hair on it. Dave, you're... I still use bar soap because I'm really old. I prefer bar soap. No, he does use uh, Dove Men Care green bar soap, whatever that scent is. I don't know. Drew uses the gray one. Yeah, this is sa- not sage. I don't know. No, anyway, the sage one smelled like garbage. He didn't like the sage one. Mm, it was, I, I love accidentally sage. got sage one time and he refused to use it. I had to give it away to somebody because he's like, I will never wash my body with that. I was like, Oh, wow. I think I remember this. Yeah. And I didn't know because it was green. I thought the green bar was just green. Carmen. Like green was the scent. The, you use that, the body wash and you just feel slimy. No, I like my, me- I like it's method body wash. It's just, it's not boy or girl. Victoria's Secret sent me. Because I Zoom bombed one of their Victoria's Secret meetings. One of the people requested I do it. And so I like awkwardly jumped in and was like, hey, guys. And it was so cute. It was cute. They were watching my videos in there. Anyway, they sent me this body wash that has cannabis in it. And I can't use it. Oh. (laughs) And I was so stoked about my gift. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, Oh, wait. That's a pot leaf. Body wash. Yeah, and then I wonder, like, how much of it does seriously go into your skin? Like, is it something that an addict, like, I'm obviously not going to use it just to be safe. I, I'm not trying to get high. I don't think they can legally even sell that if it was permeable. It has to be, though, right? Otherwise, why would they market it? Uh, because let's say, same as like hemp or CBD or whatever, you could use both of those things. It doesn't make you high. There's no THC in it. There's no way. I would ask a real doctor. I would look at it. I'd read. I'd look it up and see what the ingredients are. Well, they they've got a pot it. leaf on there. They can't sell THC. It's not legal. Cocoa. I'm looking it up. Cocoa lime. The CBD product. Weed. Victoria's Secret Cocoa Lime Weed Gel. Yeah. Cocoa Chill, I think is what they call it or something. Yeah, look at this. Cocoa Chill. Calming body scrub with cannabis sativa seed. I, that's I, weed I, I, right i don't i don't know i don't cannabis know cannabis sativa seed oil i feel so relaxed after applying it and i've slept better than i have in a year it must be permeable mother i just don't right? know how you're legally allowed to sell that because it has to be i think weed's like legal now no they got all this stuff i'm so mad it's not Back legal when, now when i was smoking we didn't have anything you had to buy like dried nugs from a creepy dude who lived at the end of your street. <laughs> now you can stroll into a store and get gummies, lotions, lollipops, breath spray. If it's legal in the state, if it's not, you have to have a medical card for it, but I don't know how they would be able to sell it. I just don't know the legalities of it is all I'm saying. Well, I don't know either. The seed can't get you high. People are saying, okay, I so, don't know. Anything with less than 0.3% is legal, so there must be a percentage. 
but it's so small. It's like it wouldn't. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying you should use it either. I'm just saying, no. Yeah. But I wonder if it's more a marketing thing. Right. From a marketing standpoint and legally selling something, those are totally different. Right. That's we should um, have a podcast show where we just talk again. What do you mean? In, you know, remember where we went through a stage where we didn't have any topics and in we the, just in connected the pandemic? Yeah. on a Dave, friendship level. Dave doesn't like that. I know. I don't think anybody did. But <laughs> 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 <Then> I do. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, we kind I've, of did that today. Yeah, at the end. At the end, we had some topics. Then we kind of went a little sideways. Talked about weed lotion. Weed but anyway, which I'd Victoria's never Secret, knew. if you're listening, I'm grateful for the gift. And I'll give it to my stoner sister. Yeah, that'll work. Somebody will benefit. <laughs> never mind. It's not funny. My brain's weird. Um. Oh, look at this. Look at all these people saying they prefer the podcast where we just chat. Freestyling. They call My it. How the Turns Have Tabled. Okay. Oh, Dave, okay. It's Dave says wrap it up. That's enough. You wrap We've it had up. Enough talking. Wrap All it right. before you tap it. Oh. Oh. Sorry. That's just a side note. Um, I'm gonna burn some sage and meditate on what my purpose in this life is and what my higher power wants me to be doing. They want you to be working on your set. No. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I think he wants me to, to nap. Nope. And didn't hear that. I see a nap in your future. Mm. I did too. In about two minutes. Well, make sure that uh, you guys join us next week. And we're here every week. We don't promote the podcast. <laughs> um, but we are here every week. And we would love it if you could help us promote. Because we're not good at it. Mm. Um, Agreed. If you have any tips for promoting it would <laughs> let us know <laughs> uh but anyway join us next week for another episode of take it or leave it an advice ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have no who have idea, no idea what, we're what we're doing or how to promote our own show Love so have you. a great week we'll see you guys next time bye